and a lot of people in the city believed in the man that Deion Sanders was. Now, I don't know the man, so I won't judge it, but because prime shit is a gimmick, and I've been feeling that way from the start. We here, nigga. Yeah. Real as niggas by landslide. Uh-huh. Show enough, I'm about to blow up, cause I'm tired of walking around landmines. Yeah. Rap savior, hellraiser, Woo. don't worry, nigga, I claim both. Uh-huh. One nigga that's unsigned, that's off the chain. Tango. Coach Prime gone, it's only right. It's a podcast, of course we gotta talk about it. But first, we got some uh, things to address. A clip that went viral with my boy James over here to the left. Uh, we gonna play the clip and uh, we we gonna ask James, you know what he meant by it, and we gonna just dive into all this Dion primetime Sanders talk. So I'm gonna play the clip. We gonna go from there. Well, I think he here to boost his resume and his family name, and Jackson State is just a vehicle to do that. Ooh, Not man. just Jackson State, HBCUs, period. And I think we being sold out by Dion Sanders, and we look like real coons. Dude, I think like five or ten years from now, when he's gone, we're going to look back on this like, damn, we were cooning. All right. That's the clip. James. Strong words. They've been tearing your ass up in the comments, <laughs> man. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want What you want to say about it, man? Man, I just, look. I ain't going to say I told you so, because me saying I told you so would be like, would mean I believed. I never believed. <laughs> I never believed in Deion Sanders. I never believed in the message that he was preaching because I always believed that it was just something that he was doing to get the people on his side. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have a lot of negativity to say about Jackson State, the city of Jackson, the state of Mississippi, HBCUs, period. But those people, a lot of them, honestly, didn't I ain't stepped foot on the HBCU campus, you know, to be real. And a lot of them just, you know, it just it, it show what type of, type of people we got out here who only look for what somebody could do for them and not look at what the intentions is somebody has when they're doing something for you or look at a mutual beneficial relationship. So I just really felt like he was here because uh, Bumani Jones said it best. He didn't want to be an assistant to a head coach. So he looked for somewhere where he could be a head coach and get his feet wet to get to the jobs or get to the level that he really wanted was power five. So Jackson State gave him that. And I'm going to open it up with this. So we all know Deion Sanders is a sports icon. Nobody here would disagree with that. Thanks. He needs to be thanking Jackson State, HBCUs, the swag, the city of Jackson, the state of Mississippi, from taking him and his son from a sports icon to a cultural icon. Because that's what he was on the verge of doing. But he messed it up being short-sighted and short-minded. So hold on before we before we dive into that. With the comment, you use the word that triggers niggas, yeah. which is cooning. What did you mean by that? What I mean by that is you're using black people to step on to get to a, a level of superiority or to get basically you're using black people to get to a white platform. I ain't going to even, I can't even say it no other way. Yeah. That's the best way I could say it. All right, so let's let's go from there. All right, I'm, I'm going to uh, comment on what you said. Um, A lot of that stuff, a lot of comments you just made, you know, have some merit to it. So I'm not going to dismiss that. Oh, he's just talking crazy like some people did months ago. However, I will, you know, kind of dive into my perspective. Um, and the whole Deion Sanders situation with Hey, you trying to talk your shit, man I am, I am, I got this <laughs> Alright, so let's, let's start with Cooning, so, so we'll start there Because that's what triggered a lot of people Yeah And 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 in my opinion, Cooning is when You selling out black people To benefit other people Namely white people In, in a lot of sense Deion didn't do that, Deion he did use black people. I'm not saying he didn't, mm-hmm. but he used this to benefit himself. Dion is more of an egotistic person <coughs> where he going to think of himself first. The only problem I had with Dion is that he his initial reason for coming to HBCUs was to save HBCUs. That's the only issue I had because I looked across the landscape of college football and 
coaches leaving situations or programs prematurely is not nothing new. Lincoln Riley left OU, went to the USC. Lane Kiffin promised Tennessee they was going to beat Alabama. He left Tennessee within two years to go. Did he go back to Alabama as a coordinator? Uh, oh, he went to. Uh, he came from the Raiders, I think, to Tennessee. And he left Tennessee within one year to go to USC. USC. Yeah. Then he went back to Alabama as, as a OC. Right. So then got the Mississippi State job on. Jimbo Fisher. Not Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss. Now he got FAMU then. Yeah, FIU. FIU. Then FAU yeah, yeah. one of them. Jimbo yeah. Fisher was groomed for Florida State and left Florida State within three years after having the head coaching job. So looking across the landscape of college football, this is not nothing new about coaches. Yeah. Switching programs or saying something to a fan base to get them riled up and things like that, and but leaving the fan base kind of short. I also watched that Bahani Jones uh, clip as well. It's on CNN. It's very good. And one of the things that he you know said is that he didn't he didn't he didn't fought Dion for leaving either. But don't give the wrong message like you're coming to do something that you know it's not a two, three, four year plan. This is more of a he preached a and this is this is the words of Mr. Jones on CNN. He preached a five, ten year plan, but his plan was only year to year. Now, I'm not saying I know all the circumstances and every and every uh reason why Dion left. I can't tell you if it's financial. I, I've heard some things about being financial. I heard some reasons the school was stealing money. I heard a lot of things. I don't know what's true and what's not true, so I'm not yeah. gonna dive into that. But we do know that what he what he was bringing to HBCUs is kind of hard to replicate, um, but I'm not gonna say it's not a blueprint that can't be followed. It was just it's just very hard to follow. He he brought a uh, one one of my good friends uh, Gary Taylor made a point um, recently. He said he drove a car. He took he took Jackson State, FAMU. Um, to Texas Southern, uh, Tennessee State. He took all these HBCUs and put them in the car and drove them to the destination. He dropped them off and then he left. So once they get to the destination, they don't know how to progress further than what Dion was doing. So basically, he flew them out. Like he, he, hey, they got he flew, flew, they, they got, got flew out, out. <laughs> and <laughs> with no return team. Ooh, I'm trying to tell. So you. what? 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 I'm trying to tell. I, I want to let Josh get in. Yeah, yeah, get ahead, Josh. Josh. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say the bad, good, and I'm going to say my reason why I feel like he left. I'm going to say the bad because if he would have came in and just be like, hey, I'm going to change that state and then find something better. Because me and Brian, you had the conversation. We thought he was really doing to go back to Florida State where his home Florida State. So I was like, okay with it. Because I really want to see him like ACC, SEC, something like that. I feel like he could dominate. Um, But when you start saying, you start bringing up certain stuff like, uh, nobody been drafted in 2020 from the HBCU. You know, you you talking more now. It ain't no one or two plans. You talking a five to ten. So it's like, oh man, we behind you. You know, you you bringing scouts to the school, and you not just doing it for Jack State. You going to other SWAT schools and bringing them there too, saying, hey man, look at these players. You um got Travis Hunter to come because you like, hey look, instead of going to a schools, come here, you right. get the same exposure. And you get drafted, right? So it's like, okay, we 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 feel you, but then you turn around and leave to Colorado, it's like, hold up, I think that's what left the bad solid, right? All right, the good, he uh, two back to back swag championships, thanks. I think he gonna win. I hope he win the uh, celebration bowl because I don't think who the only one won in swag was Gremlin. Gremlin, yeah. yeah. So we yeah. win it. That'd be even better for us. Yeah, play some um, uh, North Carolina State, don't we? Yeah, North Carolina, North Carolina Central. Central. North Carolina Central. Yeah. First undefeated. Well, if he win, it'd be the first undefeated season. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought college game day. You bring a better facility for the school. Yeah. Players. Revenue to the city. Revenue, Revenue to, the city. to the city. One year, what, first year, million, then this year might have been, what, six? Six. They, yeah. they, they talking 30 million. That's what they say. I mean, I can believe it, though, because, I mean, I saw on the news, you know, we had home games. The hotels were sold out. Yeah. So Shit, I, mean, I work at a hotel. Let me tell you, they were so loud. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. So, it's a lot of good behind it. Now, um, I the reason why I feel like he left, I think uh, his son, he trying to get him high start start draft. All right, pause right there. Let me play a clip. I want to play a clip because uh, Zay, my boy Zay, he said it. Uh, 
So if y'all not following Jacktown Classics, that's uh, Jacktown Zay, Classic. That's Zay James and Clyde podcast. And I'm gonna play a clip from there because Zay had a the similar theory to you about his son. One theory is he's trying to get Shador. He's he trying to raise Shador draft stock. Yeah, yeah. So you come to Jackson State, he ball out, win two titles, blah blah blah. Now, but the but the the gripe is gonna be well, he was playing in the sweat. He was playing against lower talent, lower uh, level competition, competition and yeah. all of that shit. So now you go to Colorado, Power Five school, bottom school in the Pac twelve. But you know, if you go and make some noise, it raises his stock to get him ready for the NFL. Uh, probably not gonna be after one year. He might he might play his junior and senior year. Yeah, but still, mm-hmm. you know, the first year you build, and second year you maybe third or fourth place in the Pac twelve. You know, you you gonna and you get you get the numbers up. You know, you'll be all right. So that's pretty much the clip. So dive into that thing, Josh. I mean, because I feel like he had a good thirty-seven touchdowns, like eight interceptions, something yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And the highest trophy winner, well, potentially, was the one from USC. Okay. He only had like what forty-four total. Mm-hmm. I mean, you ain't that far off. But yet, he ain't being mentioned. So I think that's kind of you're going to go into the Pac-12. And he do that same thing and win, I think it'd be a different, different. Because yeah. now he's like, oh, you can play with this level now. I think that's one of the reasons why he left. I think also lack of resources. You know, like, we don't have the same resources at Colorado or none of them schools like that. So I feel like, you know, him putting half his salary to help the school out, I think that was a great thing. But I think he probably was tired of it. Because, I mean, everybody don't want to just put their salary into, you know, a program, which – I get it. I see why he did it because it's like I actually care for the guys. But I think he probably – it might be some stuff behind doors that we don't know. But I think that was kind of some of the reason why he left too. Um, then, you know, you're hearing about them stealing and all that back and forth. I think that played a part too. Because technically he still – his contract was up. He got another year on it. Mm-hmm. And now he got older than 300 instead right. of playing. 1, yep. And then you left. And Colorado don't even have the money. Right. So like that's – it's kind of like fishy. Like – I don't know. But I'm going to say something, too. I feel like him going there, he made a point on the um, press conference. He said, I seen four black coaches get fired, and, like, I'm the only one got hired. So I feel like that's a problem. Now, I do see that part. I understand that because we do need to have more coaches, especially in the SEC and all that, and we're not seeing it. So I do see that part of it, too. I got a theory on that, though. It's where you went. I mean, It comes back to where you went. Where you went, that wasn't a problem. What do you mean? Shit, if I'm not mistaken, the last three coaches, he the third coach in a row at Colorado's that's been black. I mean, they suck, man. The, the culture in Colorado is terrible. They yeah, had, but they, but but that they 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 are not immune to hiring black coaches at that particular school. You didn't break no barrier going there. You might Let's break get no, that. You, you might not break no barrier at that school, but if he becomes successful, it can break barriers to where we can start looking at black coaches more. How much of a barrier do it break when you're Deion Sanders? That that but the spotlight gonna be on him though. That's what I'm saying. How much of a barrier do does Deion Sanders break as to oppose a I, coach? I think James pretty much saying like, will Deion having a successful career at Colorado make a case for other black coaches? I don't think it makes a, a, a case for other black coaches because they're not Dion. This is more of a Dion thing than a black coach that, thing. That, that, that's what I'm getting at. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Well, I mean, well, we'll see. Yeah. We can see that. But I want to piggyback to something you said real quick about Coonan and him using the message to benefit white people. If he take them players with him, he using this shit to benefit white people. Okay. If you take – I want to play another okay, clip. Okay. So – this from James on podcast, Jacktown Classes. Y'all go follow that on YouTube. So this was James' opening statement in the podcast. I think it it moved me a little bit. It was it was a little powerful, you know what I'm saying? But uh, let, let, let's let's hear my nigga James talk. A lot of people in this city believed in um, Coach Prime, and a lot of people in the city believed in the man that Deion Sanders was. Now I don't know the man, so I won't judge it. But the Coach Prime shit is a gimmick. 
and I've been feeling that way from the start. And so all y'all calling me a hater or calling me a crab in a barrel, you can say what you want to say, but you wouldn't want nobody to shuck and jive your children. You wouldn't want nobody to shuck and jive you. All y'all talking about leaving for the money, but at the same time, until the NIL, your child who is a student athlete doesn't make any money. So that shit don't mean nothing to them. They came to play for a particular coach, and coaches leave every day. But coaches don't use God every day. Coaches don't say they're here to help a program do a particular thing every day. A coach is just what it is. NCAA is a business, so it's looked at as that. But he made it more than it. So I made it more than that too, nigga. All right. I, uh, first off, let me respond to what you said. Then I'm respond to the clip. Um, in terms of players leaving, players coming, the transport transfer portal, players leaving Jackson State to potentially go to Colorado, you can say, yeah, it can benefit white people, but it also can benefit them as well uh, if they are – able to continue to get groomed by by uh by coach Sanders and then you no know, potentially going to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So it's like a mutual um you know uh, uh, everybody mutually yeah. benefit. Yeah, yeah mutually yeah. benefit. That's what I'm trying to say. So in 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 that regard um I I, I want to lead that into this. Prime and Jackson State mutually benefited from each other. We got we we got two swag championships, it, and and even what you said, it restored the faith or the enthusiasm around HBCUs and Jackson State football, because um, for for years it was down, you know, yeah. and and that just due to you know us not performing like we know we're capable of performing. Um, and Dion got what he wanted. He got the experience, like you said, he got that head coaching position. And he was able, I, I'm not going to say he was able to transform the program, but he was able, able to elevate it. Um, unfortunately, I, for me, I had I figured Dion was not going to be here no longer than five years. Yeah. We talked about that the moment he got hired. Five years was the window. No greater than that. He left in two and a half. So, I mean, he delivered, he delivered on the championships. He, he went on to Colorado for whatever reason. Um, Jackson State football, it, and but I will say this: he did lead. He didn't. He left us with a sour taste in our mouth. The the fans, the media, and stuff like that. But if anyone watched the press conference he had with the players at the team meeting, he instructed the uh, the AD who he wanted to take over, which is Coach Taylor, who's everybody approves a co- uh, a Coach TC Taylor should definitely be the next coach. So Dion said, "Hey, I want him to be the next coach. I'm already making steps for him to be the next coach." He also instructed uh, Under Armour to keep that the plan they have in place, the contract for the jerseys and equipment and stuff like that. We keep the facilities. So Jack State is still, I believe, under Taylor is still set up to have five, ten years of dominance. If we can continue, you know, supporting like we did when Prime was here. Um, the only difference I could see is recruiting. I don't know how well of a recruiter Taylor is. I don't know if he can go out there and, and get players like Travis Hunter, like Prime was able to. But no, I would just go go on live and say he can't. Yeah, I mean, even if he can't, but he's a hell of a coach. He don't need to. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he gets some four stars though. He's yeah, sure. I mean, if he gets he get three stars, the thing though. about it is. HBCUs have to start investing and trying for these players. It's been a lot of times they see a five star player, they don't even try for them. They don't look I got a question. They don't even look. I got a question because I don't know much about it. Go ahead. Would you try for something you don't have a chance for? But the reason I asked it because let's just say I apply for a job in engineering, but I have no engineering experience. That's a waste of my time. And whatever money I spent applying for that job, so I feel like HBUs feel the same way about five star recruits. Why waste my time when I can use this time and energy to someone that actually want to be here? That's like trying to get a girl and she don't want you. Yeah, I I, I get what you're saying. That's my theory. I get what you're saying, but when it comes to college football, it's different. Like you can sway a kid's mind way quicker than you can sway an employer. 
So you reach into you you reach out to these kids. This is what major programs do. They reach out. They follow these kids from elementary up. Middle school, they reaching out to them. High school, they reaching out to them. And then eventually, junior senior year, they sending scouts and stuff like that. These programs, these high school programs, have filter systems where they're sending kids to certain locations based off nothing but connections. And we don't even want to have a conversation. You can you can pick up a phone and make a phone call and just see. I was talking to a good friend of mine uh, on the Xbox. I was talking to Green on the Xbox. Green went to Arkansas. He went to University of Arkansas, right? Oh, Green see this because I, I don't fuck with Green. But go ahead. <laughs> it's all love, though. <laughs> I love playing went, with you in pro-am. Have he, you finished? I got a, <clears> uh, He went right. to University of Arkansas. He said the only reason he went to University of Arkansas because that was the very first school that reached out to him. He was a, a ninth grader. He was the very first school that reached out to him. So if we can one question, and, and, and I'm talking about, I'm not saying it has. To I got a question though. Is it, what was like if you had to put a star on his recruitment level? What would it be? But he told me it was a four star. So I can only go by what he told me. Okay. But um, what I'm saying is, it can't. I'm not saying it's all over the country, but regionally, you know, the South, like you can get, you can potentially get some of these players if you just try. But go ahead. Thanks. Go to the point I made the last our video. One of the biggest points I made is what you just said. If he don't meaning DM, he was I'm done calling a nigga prime. Because one of the things <laughs> I do want to get into is what led me to my conclusion about him. Okay. And like, yeah. But one of the things was I said in that last video was he has to recruit in state and in a three hundred mile radius. Whether it's a four star, five star, three star, two star, because one of the things it does is it builds relationships. Those relationships stand a chance to last. We don't have the budget that Colorado and the rest of these schools gonna have. But I'd be damned if I'm a coach if I can't gas up my car and drive somewhere and drive back in the same day. If you mean to tell me I can't recruit you, so going to your point of what you're saying. I agree. I agree. So when you ignore that and you go to Florida, damn Florida, we don't got to recruit out of Florida. Right. For what? We're in a 300-mile radius of the whole state of Mississippi, damn near the whole state of Louisiana and Alabama, Memphis, Tennessee. Atlanta is not in a 300-mile radius, but it ain't too far off. Right. East Texas, Houston, and Dallas area ain't too far off. Right. All the people in Jackson State from Chicago. Your boy uh, from Detroit, uh, South Gardner from Detroit. Yep. Who's the hell to say we can't convince somebody who wants to go to Cincinnati to come experience the HBCU coach? Yep. But this wasn't his plan. He had no plan. You shucked and you jived. I agree with that. He that, had a plan. It was just for himself. It was for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say he had a plan. Yeah, yeah it was for himself. <clears throat> but that's the plan that should be in place for, like, Coach Taylor. Why not do that? I, I, I believe Coach, Coach Taylor can. Um, my only my only concerns is that, you know, the us, I feel like we have to be behind Coach Taylor like we were behind Dion. And that's a big question I got because I'm looking and I'm seeing people talking about going after Mike Minner and Cam Newton. Man, fuck them people. Because they, they don't know no better. It's time to get back. We, he, if, if what people are saying is they truly believe about Prime elevating the program, okay, he – T.C. Taylor went to Jackson State, Jackson State alum. Not just any Jackson State alum. He set records. He's an experienced coach on the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. He's been in the program for five years. He's been a coordinator. He's paid his dues. Yep. Damn, what more you want him of? If not him, then Coach Dancy from Valley. No. No. Not, nobody right, else. So, so the reason I think they're saying Cam Newton and players, I mean them guys, is the exposure of who they know, their resources. Like prime time, bro. His resources yeah. to Jazz State. Yeah. So I feel like that's why they kind of he sing. ain't prime time. Nobody's prime time. Nobody's Let's not get this prime straight. Time, but Cam got some connects. He do, Cam, but he. But I, I, it, some it got to start somewhere. I wouldn't want that more. I see. I can't say. It. Let me not say that. <laughs> no, yeah. but I'm saying I feel like you got a right to say that because. Oh, go ahead, man. But I, I think that's why a lot of them are saying it. It's not your point of view. I understand. But I see they side too. They're saying the resources and the, the connections. I think their point of view is somewhat shallow because I think what they're thinking is Primetime was a star. We have to replace him with a star 
to keep the train somewhat yeah. rolling. And if 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 they know anything about football and how the inner workings of it, that's not how it works. I agree. So getting someone that's just a big name, because we're not saying Cam can't coach or nothing like that, but we are essentially looking for we basically what people do, they they're trying to hit the lotto. They're trying to hit the lotto again. Yeah. Dion was the lotto, and with Cam, you're trying to hit a smaller lotto, but a lotto nonetheless. Yeah. Like, and it's going to result in the same thing. Like, we can't. If Cam Newton comes to Jackson, five years is the maximum I give him. None of these, none of these players that come or none, none of these stars like that, they're not going to be here long term. They have no reason to. Right? They have no reason to. Unless they're like. Unless their roots are here, right? They're from here. They understand HBCU football stuff, like or that. they really care about changing the the aspect of HBCUs at HBCU sports. It don't look like none of them at no. this point. But you know, a lot of them don't even know though. That's I mean, I this is facts. That's, that's I it's I sad, agree. but I mean, I when it, when he went to when they, all the people on uh, ESPN were talking about, like a lot of them didn't even know about HBCU. Like a lot of them didn't know, and, it. and it's like the only people. reason they even talked about it because Prime was there. So yeah. they're like, "Well, let's look it up. Let's look it up." And a lot of them were saying that they didn't even get recruited by HBCU school, but so, they're not. I I I see what I see what I see what John's saying when he like why why put your resources there when you don't feel like you got a chance? Because at the end of the day, like. But I do feel Detroit point though because yeah, we it's 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 like shooting your shot or being a salesman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you shoot your shot. At, you shoot your shot as many times. If you get one yes and a thousand no's, you got that one yes. Yeah. So I do feel Detroit on his. Point. I agree with his point because yeah. it, and because you specified at least regionally. Yeah, just just go for yeah. it. Like, like this yeah. corridor of state, like you said, Tennessee, Louisiana. Parts of Texas, uh, Arkansas, Alabama, just that little corridor. I mean, I'm not saying they got to go up to Michigan, but you, you <laughs> but you should because yeah, I mean, you can, to you me, can, you can. You you when you get to like Detroit, Chicago, Milwaukee, another one, you have it's plenty of students at Jackson State yeah, from agree, these I places. Agree. And I just I thought about another thing. I agree with you. 100%. Sometimes these three, four, and five star recruits, sometimes they get in trouble. And if you was one of those schools that reached out to them and they chose another school, but they get in trouble, they can't play. They come. They don't come in. Isn't that how Casey got here? Yeah. Yeah. But how about this? How about in, and uh, Jones? Well, I mean, what was the quarterback before uh, Jalen Jones? Jalen yeah. Jones. The um, Kim Dietchy. How he got the Ole Miss? His his brother played. Yeah. His brother wasn't a five star. Not even close. But their relationship was built from. You going to Georgia to get his brother. True. So who's mm-hmm. to say I don't go? We gonna go back to Detroit. Somebody he a two star. Mm-hmm. But the little brother cold as hell. He a four. He a four star. He, he wanna, but go, he wanna he come wanna play, play with, with his brother. brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's right. how it usually kind of happen. Yeah. Cause so, I, I wanted to go play with yeah. Josh when uh when he was at KWC. Yeah. So, so you know I, I think so. The problem is I but think you were like not, a half a star. Yeah, so I was. That, I, was yeah, like, I was like a half a star. <laughs> I had work at the. Yeah, the walk on. Internet for you. No, no, no. Actually, I talked to the recruit. You was on the bench yeah. on the practice squad. No, I, I wasn't that bad. I was just bullshit. <laughs> you can say something, Josh. No, nah, I was gonna say. I mean, recruit JUCO players too. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's another thing that bothered that's me about it. him. You recruit all these JUCO players from Kansas. We got the number one JUCO system, system in America. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, bro. What, what, what Gulf Coast? Come on, nah, Gulf Coast. Uh, uh, you can go to Hines. Darius Slate with the Hines. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, come on, man. Shavar's yeah, yeah, uh, war with the Hines. But 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 you know, I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a slightly disagree, just slightly, <clears throat> because if before them players go to JUCO, they may have a chance to go straight to Jackson State. Um, but I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I get what you're wrong. saying. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. If you can get them to Jackson State before they go to JUCO, you you get a clear shot at them instead of competing with the other colleges for them. Yeah, right? Antonio Brown was had, if he would have had half the grades, he yeah. would have been in all corn. Yeah, the yeah. motherfuckers probably whoop our ass with Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like real talk. Yeah, like it just it, you. I agree with you, man. You got to shoot your shot, but so I got a question because I'm I'm gonna apply for plenty of jobs. I knew I wouldn't qualify for. Yeah, you <laughs> what you gotta do though. You gotta take a chance. But see, I don't even do that. Uh, I, shit. 
I, how you don't know if you don't hey, know what you how you know what they need? They, they yeah. might, they might just look up like, dang, yeah, y'all, he might not fit what we need, but let's give him a shot. Let's give him an interview. <laughs> and you killing? You get? Yo, I, I can't disagree with what you say. Yeah, just get yeah. you fit, fit in the dough. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that yeah. matters. Because whatever you're supposed to know before you get there, they're going to teach they you how teach to do you it anyway. anyway. That's right. Ain't like they ain't going to train you. You're going to be a rocket science, James. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on, um, I might be deviating, but this is just, this is going back to Jackson State football. Because you mentioned the transfer portal. Because I have a theory. All right. Uh-oh. The transfer portal, um, you know, the team, Dion always said, he always lived from, the transfer portal, not high school recruits. So what's your thoughts on the transfer portal and how it can benefit FCS, period? Uh-huh. Because I personally think it's not as much of a benefit to the FCS uh, of the FCS as it is the FBS because if you look at it through history, we've always kind of had a transfer portal because when you transfer down, you have always been able to play immediately. True. You haven't yeah. had yeah. to sit out. Yeah. So it don't do as much for the FCS as it do the FBS. I agree. So I, going back to the crumbs he left, it made me think, like, this nigga selling some bullshit. <laughs> that was one of them. Like, you didn't build from high school. No, if you – and and we know the transfer portal is taken away from the high school graduates getting scholarship offers. But that <laughs> should benefit the FCS more than anybody because some of these players that would have got them offers – now that they go into the transfer portal and they transferring up, so now with a LCS school, I'm looking like well, both Birdman hand rule. But it's benefiting high school and that because the the talent is getting good too. The, the talent getting spread though. The talent getting spread. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's not necessarily hurting. I think it's more helping. Helping uh, the FCS? Yeah, helping everything. No, I don't think it's hurting, but I don't think it's as big of a deal as yeah, somebody it's, 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 like Prime makes it out to be. Like, I, I see what you're saying. It's, it's, it's always been there for... I mean, it might have, yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but I mean, I think he's probably more on just talking about it more. Trying to like, yeah, oh, because if you if you when you look up and down the roster, and I just look at the recruiting classes that he had, and number one, for people, he hasn't been here three years. He got... His introductory press conference was September twenty first, twenty twenty. So um, we looking at two and some two and some change, two and some change, two and a half. Two and, a half. and that change ain't even a dime. Some it's change. a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So y'all, uh, uh, yeah. But um, and uh, man, there's so many layers to this. Who, if COVID doesn't strike, does he even get the job? Because Hendricks was still under contract to December twenty twenty. True. Which means he had to coach the 2020 season if COVID doesn't strike. So, if yeah. he have a decent season, does Prime? <laughs> yeah, you right. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but both sides still benefited. Though, right. Right? I won't deny that Jackson State benefited in the short term, but now what is what was the plan for ja- on Jackson State part? What was the plan? Well, we don't know. Where do you go from here? So let me ask you this. The AD job and the president. Right. So let me ask you this. What's the difference from Jackson State? Going for and another program, let's say, um, Oklahoma. We, we know Lincoln Riley left yeah. Oklahoma. What's the difference from Oklahoma going forward without Lincoln Riley and Justin State going forward without Brian? Because the boosters gonna come out the pocket. If, if, if Venables don't figure that shit out next year, he gone, and they coming out the motherfucking pocket. Kiffin, watch shit like that for Kiffin. And some about them schools like that. Lincoln Riley was Lincoln Riley. A hot, I can't remember if he was a hot name before he got that Oklahoma job, but he might have been a coordinator. He was a coordinator. He was a coordinator. Yeah. Um, guys like Joe Brady, like that, some about schools like that, they got the pockets and they're not afraid to take chances. We just took the chance on Prime, but we took the chance on an established person. We're not taking the chance on an unestablished and being like, I guess people back in the day that would call it cutting edge. Yeah. And, and for what we did, it was cutting edge. But to answer your question, what's the difference is, the difference is their boosters are going to get them motherfuckers out, and no matter who the name is that you hire at certain colleges, the name will not overshadow the program. It all just, right. it won't. All right, all right. so I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. All right, let me follow up with two points. Um, Let's start with the boosters. Okay. That's, that's a significant point. Um, supporters, booster club members, alumni, 
you know, we do need to do a better job in investing in Jackson State. Yeah. You know, we can't, I'm not saying we're going to be the same as Oklahoma or, you know, the oh, the old Misses and Mississippi States of the world, but we could be respectable yeah, in true. terms of our true. investment towards Jackson State and the influence, most importantly, the influence. Mm-hmm. Second thing is, sometimes HBCUs probably should take a chance on, on uh, people that's not established. I only say that because a lot of times they recycle coaches. Agreed. Right. So it it'd it be the same coaches that come from Valley or yeah. from or from uh Preview. Preview or A or Alabama A and M. Like it's the it's the same like, like they just been through the system. Yeah. So and they we'll go and reach out and hire them instead of giving you know, let's just say, let's just name a, let's just name a high. What was the the the, the, the 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 head coach at a high school in right. New Orleans? Exactly. Who, instead of giving that job to Doolin from Prairie go give it to him. Right. Because you coming from a hotbed for high school talent, and you don't know what this man could do. So That's let's exactly just throw it out there. That's and exactly what I'm saying. Hey, give him yeah. a chance. Like especially, uh, I will I will prefer if it's a if it's a if it's a a, a younger. Blackmail, yeah. Per, per se, me personally, just be, just because it is an HBCU, but I'm not. I don't want to just limit it. But you know, for me, you know, sometimes if, if he's in his mid thirties and he has a successful program, especially at the high school level, just took it. Give him a chance. Like you know, the the like worst that could happen is you lose and you, he he's gone in two or three years. Yeah. You know, but we cannot continue to stay in that cycle of. Hey, you probably got to pay him as much. You don't. You just don't. finna say you that. don't got to pay him as much. So you know, you, you're looking at. You know, two potential, you know, benefits that you can do, and then you know that that could go a and long if way. You hit, you hit, right? Like it's it's you're one talking of them things. You talking about hitting at home run for years, not not prime level. We yeah. talking about four, five, six year coaches because he got the foundation, right? Because he know he has to, yeah. Because he, he, he can't, right, he, he can't, can't afford just, to he ain't do pr- that right, shit. He ain't Dion. He can't. He know. He yeah. know he has to. Continue to put the work in before he gets seen. I think that elsewhere. if TC get the job, he needs to do that with this staff. T, in, in my opinion, TC is the best candidate yeah, Jackson State can hire. There's no other candidate I can think of off the top of my head, but TC. It should just be a handoff. I wouldn't even be. I wouldn't even interview nobody. No, nah, they're not gonna do that. No, nah, they, they still gonna interview people, but it shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be hard. It should, it, it should just be. It should be coaches I, programs all the time do hires right. Do high, do head coach like Jimbo Fisher, like I just brought up. And they're they going to go through the process of bringing people in, but they really know who they who want to hire they anyway. They hey, it's a whole NFL court case going on with Brian Flores yeah, right now. They, they know who they want. I said that about, uh, but I said this when Dion first got the job, that once he left, T.C. Taylor should have it. Mm-hmm. Yep, name close. Once he left, T.C. Now, I, I'm going to be honest. I thought Dion would leave next year, not this year. Yeah. I, I the really way, the way he got I thought talk about the HBC. Yeah. I really thought I was going to be kid. after his son left. Yeah, I thought he was going to be his son. But next year should do it was before I, the draft. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he wanted. Where well, the way how he talked, I thought like he wanted like a somebody from Jack State to be a second round pick, like his son. Yeah. Or somebody on defense. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into Shador. Let's get into Shador. All right. So as far as what what his ranking? Just what what do you think of him as a player? Period. Um, is he overrated, underrated, rated correctly? When you say rated correctly, what, what's his rank? Are we what's talking about the FCS people, ranking? Man, I heard about some bullshit. So I'm listening to <laughs> Jay Walker. This is the Jackson State. This might have been homecoming, y'all. And uh, no, it was the college game. They game it was Jackson State Southern, the first game, the thirty-five-zero game. I gotta throw that shit in there because they didn't score a motherfucking point. But. uh <laughs> And he was like, Shadur is the most exciting quarterback in the swag since Bruce Eugene. You you hold your breath every play to see what he's going to do next. And I'm just thinking, what fucking game are you watching? You're talking about the one from Grambling? Yeah, Bruce Eugene. Bruce Damn. Eugene was a – but he his, his weight boy. helped him because he was a big motherfucker. Yeah, he was slanging that too, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Didn't the, didn't the glass from A&M just get drafted? Nigga, glass. Let's, <laughs> let's, glass not, forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget Casey. Casey, yeah, right. Let's not forget Devontae Kincaid. Yep. Let's not forget uh, Robert Kent, our own Robert Kent. Yep. Shadur, over fucking rated. I'm going to put it out there. That's a clip. He struggled. If you look at certain games, he struggled. He Let me not. Let me say this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a better pro than college player. Meaning this. 
if when he develops, you put him on the San Francisco 49ers right now as constructed, he'd be the perfect nigga because he's not going to lose the game. You can't lose the game. I mean, he, it's he hard. Really can, but you can't. Hard, he's not going to lose with, with the defense and the running, the running game. game. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. This, this is what I'm trying to say. He was not the driving force behind neither one of these teams since he's been here. I think it was the defense. I, it I, was I, always the defense. I and this year, you could argue the running game was more of a driving force than him. Because yeah. Savion Wilkerson is a, a grown man. Yeah, but yeah. 37 8, that, that's pretty nice. The numbers. But if I've been in the system since. I was little because I come up playing under my daddy. I see if I'm a pro coach, I'm pro scout. I look at it like you've been under the same coach. You've been cuddled by your daddy your whole life. Is that a knock though? But not, it's not but a bad thing though. Yes, when I, you get to be a professional, yeah. But the only problem I is I don't think Prime really coaches like 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 X's and O's. I think he's more of a. I can CEO. motivate and get yeah, the guys yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. X's and O's. I don't think that's really. But when you in the Especially same system offense. though. For all them years, yeah, but but oh wait, I don't think he brought the same. But you in the same, but you OC. got the, your daddy, your head coach through all your life. You know he gonna highlight you. Who I'm saying, your daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you. Yeah, it's yeah, just certain highlight. shit that you know is a given. And then who your daddy is, just on top of being your daddy. I, I mean, I, agree. Well, I, I, I agree that, but that's a good thing because the resources. Think about all season. You you a quarterback and you can be trained up with Tom Brady. With Tom Brady. Yeah, it, it, and it, it, that's it that's it why it I think when you talk about the numbers, I don't put much into that. I mean, but with I that being said, a lot of great coaches follow that same. A lot of great quarterbacks have raised one. Okay, Archie Manning raised the, 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 We all and, know that, and Eli. We all know that. Right. Name another one. So you got um, what's name? Son is terrible. Josh McCown's son terrible. They the Dion just gave him the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's he, he terrible. <laughs> Name one. I'm, I'm uh, waiting. I'm trying, I'm trying to Brady? Think. No. Breeze? But no, them got kids. They ain't got kids. Oh, no, the Them. Not them. them. Not, just, not just their kids. Them. I, I don't Peyton know. Peyton Manning is much. the kid. I don't know much about the the, the parents of Brady and, and Breeze. They, they, exactly. Then, You're not going to see it. You right. Well, but they also got put in a good system, too, though, James. Yeah. I agree. Because Tom Brady was a fifth-round pick for Michigan. But it wasn't their daddy. And that leads yeah, me to my that... second point about how I knew he was going to shuck and jive us. <laughs> 2021, SWAC, uh, what they call it, media day. Your son, a true freshman. You take him to SWAC media day? A true freshman? I would dare you to go find a true freshman going to Swag Media Media Day of any major what? program. So I got a rebuttal. I got a rebuttal. Though. But I don't think that's bad. Wasn't he a four star recruit? Yes. yes. Yeah, he was. So in HBCU Media Day, a four star recruit is probably gonna be playing. It might be different in the yep. FBS, but at the HBCU level, that, that's a point. But that's also a point that goes back to. Shucking and jiving us. You knew you can get away with it here. Yeah. You wasn't going to get – at Colorado, now he can do it because his son is them numbers. Yeah. He can point to that shit and be like, 37 8, motherfucker. I'm bringing my quarterback with me. Question. I think he can do it because the I, programs suck. I got a question. I think he can do it because do, do you he think, think, do, it do you think all this was calculated for – this is yeah. my theory. Yeah, I just thought of it. Let's go to this HBCU. The talent not gonna be as you know prominent as it is in the in the, in the big schools. Show you go 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 there. Show out. Your numbers gonna be good. Then we can move up and go from there. Like, do you think it was like a big scheme and Jack State just so happened to be a domino? In um, the, in- yes and no. No, because I don't think he said exactly that. But I do think the Jackson State job. Offered him a certain level of control yeah. that he knew he could not dominoes, but he knew he could move the chess pieces on the board how he wanted to. They gave him control and freedom. Yeah, and he just wasn't going at a PWI. You just at a at, let's just say a Power Five school. I want to say PWI at a Power Five school. He was not going to get that. Okay, it, it just wasn't going to happen. And that's and that is partially what I think he going to miss about being in Jackson State. But I, I agree to. I, I disagree, Colorado, Josh. I think uh, Colorado going to get him the same thing. As long as he's winning. 
But well, it's the same thing with us. If he was losing, we won. But we gave it to him from day one. Yeah, because we without having proved nothing, they're about his feet too. Time though, he's he's it's different. Like you're not gonna tell a guy that's let me ask you a question. Test has been down. It, let's say Tess has take that chance on Dion to get him that job from Trinity Prep. And he, for as much of a Florida nigga as he is, he spent a lot of his time in Texas. I think he stayed longer. He would he would have been a lifer in Texas. Come on, Tess. What can you go up? You can't go up from Texas unless you're going to the NFL. But do you think Texas give him that freedom? Yeah. I do. No. Yes. Hell no. I disagree. I agree with James. Hell no. And I feel like that's part. University of Texas or Texas Southern? Texas. University of Texas. Oh, no, 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 no. Bevo. University of Texas. But a lot of people. Texas Southern. I'm sorry. Texas and them ain't giving him that. A lot of people really thought that's one of the reasons why he chose Colorado because they are a bottom program and you can go in there with some leverage as opposed to an Auburn or. What was the old school he was interested in? Well, they was uh, interested in him. South Florida. South Florida. Yeah. But I'm glad he didn't go to South Florida. It's not a power five. But I mean. The, they suck with it. But that's no difference from other coaches. Uh, Lane Kiffin got all the power when he was the FIU. Yeah, he did. You all can do it at them, at them group Shoot. of five schools. Yeah, they, because they, they, not, they, not a, they don't have a culture of but, like but, winning. But, but, but let's be real, too. Kiffin. Kiffin, go to my point about Dion. Kiffin, you know who his daddy is, right? Money. <laughs> Shit. Recognize now, that's nepotism. I agree. But but Kiffin had already been a head coach too. Let's let's just be honest. He was. Even he, though he, he, people could talk he all was. the shit they want to about Lion Kiffin, he, he ain't never been sorry nowhere. No, he he I mean that's only he, 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 he made, really he got up. some. He he's, some, he's, 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 he's crazy decisions. Yeah. Right. But he not, he's nah, never he been sorry. He never been good. He definitely coached. Especially offense. He definitely coached offense. So I want this. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, you good. I want. What what you got right now, Michigan, with your boy? The motherfuckers want to put him out. I bet the motherfuckers happen now. Hey, they made him take a pay cut. Mother, they shit. made hey what in back in twenty twenty. Yeah, it's like hey, take this pay cut or you gone because you can't but keep that's losing the love for the to program. that team that plays in Columbus. And yeah. what he done did the last two years? He won. He, he, he done dropped in the nuts. That program is yeah. totally different from other programs too. Why you say that? Because you take <laughs> you take Michigan out of Big Ten, it's not a Big Ten. Oh, agree. Right. You so, suggested out the swag and I had to swag. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, but but getting prime time, you don't have that. You 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 still gotta give them leverage. What you, I'm saying is, it's time you, to go back to the. But you can't. You home, have, you, Michigan is home for Harbaugh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it is. Going but, back to TC but, but, but Harbaugh didn't really have a leverage when he walked in the door. I mean, he he was Super Bowl, been to a Super Bowl. But what I'm well, I'm talking about but he Dion's get five. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, he, he control. I mean, Dion is one on one. Them, we, them we, boosters, yeah, but it's them boosters, school. them ads, they still, hey, they still. If they say retire and Dion go out of you think he gonna? Have oh, it's certain schools you not. That's why I bought <laughs> Texas. But I, yeah, you not. I mean, you just not. You they don't give a damn who you are. No, I agree. I agree. They don't. So this is what I was gonna ask to get back to the Jack State and Dion thing. Let's just say you're the university, and you know for sure at the end of this season, Dion is leaving. Mm-hmm. What would you have done different if you was the if you had the power of the universe? Like what? What I guess contingencies would you have put in place, or what you pretty much what you done different if you knew he was leaving after two two and a, a nickel year? Oh wow! Shit, not, nothing they could do. What I'm saying because cause you got to think about it. he made a lot of changes. Uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was one of the things I would have done instead of canceling the uh, Southern, Southern Heritage oh. Classic, wow. I probably would have made him leverages. Yeah, I would have. I would have changed how the money and stuff was split as opposed to just going away with it. Yeah, yeah because but, it's but, something. But the reason the reason for him canceling it was a valid reason. No, you're right. That's why I said if I would have knew he was leaving. It's too, it's more than one way to fix the problem. Either cancel it or fix it. That's the thing. Either buy a new one, which is or cancel it or fix it. So if the money wasn't right, right, what I I probably would have took steps into making it right as opposed to getting rid of it. I would have at least tried okay. if I knew he was leaving because I got he gone and that's one of the games. Because you got to think about it, fans don't know about the logistics of money and all that thing. I agree. I so. Agree. With that being gone, the fans are like, well, 
that's a game I look to look forward to every year at the beginning mm-hmm. of September. Yeah, I agree. And that's gone. But Dion gone too. And like we okay. we now now they playing who? And, UAPB. Uh, U- UAPB. He could have leveraged it to me, just you know how he talked. You know, like instead of saying the money ain't right, he could have just said we need to get the business right. Because they keep in mind we still here with a year or two left on the contract. But he could have just been like, that, that's the perfect game for me for him to leverage himself and Eddie George. On prime time, we got Heisman Trophy winning Eddie George. Look, y'all get this business right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This I one, am, the market, you could only, it's only three classic games you could argue over them, and possibly maybe even two. The Bayou Classic, of course, and the Magic City Classic. Both of those games are between in-state schools. Two in-state schools. This is the perfect meeting point Damn, in the middle. You don't want to put Capital City Classic in there? Damn. Nah, I'll down. Uh, fuck them niggas. <laughs> Honestly, I hate that we have to go down there. Yeah, oh, it's a motherfucker. It's the roughest, it's the toughest road game in the sweat. Because it's just. It's, a, it's an inconvenience. Yeah. It's an inconvenience. It is, but I love it though. That's that's, that's what sweat football all about. <laughs> we we so, used to be an inconvenience. Yeah, that's what that's what it's about. But that's a perfect game though. Like Jackson State, Tennessee State, because like when you look at the history of the two programs, you know about uh, Merritt going to Tennessee State. That was our coach at one point. You know about WC Gordon. He went to Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, because of Eddie Robinson, God bless the dead, they think that Gremlin sent the most players to the pros over HBCUs. It's Tennessee State. So, it's like they got Hall of Famers. Like, it's just a, such a perfect game. It's such a perfect place for HBCU football. It's such a perfect time of year. Like, <laughs> how y'all drop that ball? UAPB? <laughs> They big, they big on hands. Ten thousand folks, on, yeah. Man. <laughs> and, and, but 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 to are, but, are they playing in Memphis as well? Yeah. Okay. But to this, you can't if you make if you take okay, Jazz State, Tennessee State, say we gonna do a home and away or a home and home. I don't think it hit the same. It, it was that was the perfect classic game, and they fucked it up. Well, I, I will say this. I I, I feel like we. We are looking at from a from a fan perspective of, you know, how the game is. It's where more it's fans played. than it is. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But you know, the point Dion was making is that we're spending way more money to go up there and play. But I don't disagree with what you're saying about it being a perfect game or, or trying to fix the game. Leverage I agree it. with that. I agree with that. Leverage yourself. You are hey. egotistical maniac. Leverage. Right, figure out where, y'all got prime time here, baby. Right. Y'all ain't gonna. You got Eddie George. He won the Heisman. Y'all ain't gonna. Let's right. get this business right. So I agree with that. Part. So they should have sold it more. Yeah, but, but, I, but the nigga from Florida, you see, we playing fam. You in Miami? Why the fuck we going to Miami? To, we passing Tallahassee to go to Miami. <laughs> man, get the hell out of here, man. This nigga a con artist, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fuck you too, Junior. <laughs> That's a fucking clip. Man, I'm making no clip. <laughs> what? Boy, I'll be doing Giants of Injustice if he, I didn't make really that a clue. Would. He really would. <laughs> I'm sipping on this brown liquor with my brown skin. <laughs> hey, Go get you some vodka, nigga. Shout out to some what this is again. Curveball. Because that's what the uh, threw us a fucking curveball. Curveball barbecue whiskey. I need to go try that and watch the review hey, he, on Tap Your Reviews. He, he, he threw us a curveball. All we hit was a double, huh? <laughs> hey, you think you get some good barbecue in Colorado? No, hell no. Well, that shit gonna have raisins and they potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> Playing my theme music. We I wanna talk about that, but another thing I wanna ask before we get to that, how do y'all feel about so with the uh, come with come with media, light, attention, mm-hmm. all these things. Right. Do you feel like I'm not going to ask that question because that's kind of like guiding the question, but I'm going to ask it more better. Uh, how do you feel that affects the people that uh, did a lot for the program before the uh, So let's just say, they say, you know, Dion was great. This first time we went undefeated. 
Blase, blase. He's the greatest Jack State coach of all time. Because some people think that. Some people think that. Because he comes with media and his name is Primetime. So, how do y'all feel about Dick? I don't quite know if I understand the question. How I'm pretty about, much saying so. The people who who can't who, who so this will, this is my thought on it, and then it, then you'll get what I'm saying. I feel like the presence of Dion and the success that he had it it deserves attention, and I also feel like in the process of it getting attention, the people outside looking in feel like. Jackson State ain't never been shit. This is the greatest uh, coach Jackson State ever had in Jackson State history, even though he only been here two, two in a nickel year. Two in a nickel. We're going to coin that. Uh, two in a nickel. And it's it's kind of making people either forget or not even think about what Jackson State was before Prime. Because I got you. I got you. I got you. So that's, got you. that's what I was asking. I understand the question. I understand what you're saying now. Um, the, the people that's... N- that's the, the the people that you're talking about are the ones that's never been to HBCU, Facts. or has never watched eight uh, FCS games or HBCU games because there's no way you gonna not know what Jackson State football is if you watch um you no know, HBCU or if you've been to an HBCU. Yeah, like so. Um, prior to Dion. Plenty of people have have poured blood, sweat, and tears into HBCUs to make them what they are now. We we have to remember the reason for HBCUs was because we could not get into the uh, WPI or PWIs. I'm sorry, yeah. PWIs. That's the reason for HBCUs. So you got over a hundred years of these teams playing against one another, competing, building up their programs, building up their schools, and then you got. Figureheads, like we mentioned several times um, during this podcast, of people who have went here, graduated, then went on to done great things as Hall of Famers, as doctors, lawyers, etc. Across every discipline, you know, in in the world. So, to those people, you know, you need to really do some research and understand what HBCU is and how vast. That history is and how rich it is of people and talent and and the contributions they have made not only to college college uh, sports but to you know the world Society. in general like, the world yeah. in general. So, and this is a question for James that y'all can answer too. But I know he his history goes deep with Jackson State. And please do this unbiasedly because I know you don't fuck with Prime. All right. <laughs> I got you. Y'all disagree with that statement? That y'all fuck with Prime? Oh, no, I don't fuck with him. I won't deny that at all. Okay, just make sure. Yeah. Um, that nigga named Dion. <laughs> we call him that government nigga. <laughs> Mama named Dion, I'm yeah. called Dion. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> he lost his nickname. He never had it with me. <laughs> <laughs> you said it out of, out of respect just because. Yeah, right? I really would. Hey, hey. I'm, I, I disagree with no, you. No, I don't call no nigga out yeah. his name. Hey, hey, I want to thank Dion. He did what he needed to do in my eyes. I don't. I don't got no ill will towards it. I understand how where, he left was bad, but you know it's what it is. Where were you? Where would you rank the uh, amongst Jackson State head coaches history? Hmm. He'd probably be un, unbiasedly, uh, and I'm gonna be super unbiased. On oh, oh, my daddy grave, I'm gonna be unbiased. Oh yeah, he he unbiased y'all. Super unbiased. He he. The time, the short amount of time works against him. Okay. What he accomplished works for him. Okay. But the time period in which he's coming works against him also. So, probably fourth. Number one going to be W.C. Gordon. Okay. Why? He's the winningest coach in uh, Jackson State history. He probably had one of the most dominant eras of SWAC football ever winning eight out of ten in the 80s. Uh, 28 straight SWAC wins. Um, and I know this, too, because my brother played under W.C. Gordon for people who going to be like, what you know about it? <laughs> Number two is a comedy, huh? No. Oh, ooh, he might be five. Go ahead. I'm biased? He's going to go over go comedy, but once again, time works against him. Go ahead. Okay. Who Number, two? Number two is Bob Hill. Okay. And a lot of people don't know who Bob Hill is. Bob Hill is the person who that was the Walter Payton – 
Jackie Slater, um, Robert Brazil. That was their head coach. Okay. He went to Jackson State also. And um, he coached only five years. A lot of people know he has the highest winning percentage in Jackson State history amongst head coaches. Number three, James Big Daddy Carson. He was the defensive coordinator from, I want to say, 78 to 1991. He took over in 92 to 98. He's largely responsible for the 99 team. The 99 team, for people who don't know, had four players drafted in the 2000 draft, including two first-rounders, God bless the dead, Rashad Anderson, Sylvester Morris, Leroy Fields, and Eric Chandler. So, T.C. Taylor came in under James B. Daddy Carson. I hear my parents all the time. Uh, used to tell me stories of uh, James Carson coming to our house to sign my brother. So he's another one. He went to Jackson State. Four, it, you could put Prime in four. Okay. It, it's either him or coming. No, 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 no. I might have to go married. Married is the 62 team undefeated black college national title, the first black college national title in Jackson State history. So it's between him and Prime and four. So he's going to be four or five. Okay. Unbiased. Them top three, they, it's just, it's too much history and legacy with those three to take them out. Yeah. I feel that. And I feel like uh, I'm definitely making that a clip. Uh, a lot of people don't know the rich history of Jackson State. They don't know the things you just said because half of the stuff, my fault, not half, 98% of the stuff I didn't know. And I went to Jackson State. But that I hope that will educate people to know that, like, we we true to this, we're not new to this. Yeah. Like, so, this what it is. And that's another bad look that him leaving, giving the city, too, about the crime and. Water crisis. Yeah, yeah. like, but but you knew that before you came here. How would have been fucked up for At least since 92. Yeah, but that's the problem. It shouldn't be. But that's out of Jackson State's control. I agree. But it still shouldn't. We can't say, well, it's a problem, and then just be like, well, since it's a problem, we're going to leave it alone. Nah, it's a problem, but at the same time, nah. a, lot of, a lot of us black people weren't the one on the picture with Cindy Hyde Smith. Hey, but you know, I don't blame, I don't blame, y'all going to get on me for this. Y'all, y'all about to kill I'm me. I'm not, I'm not. But I don't blame Prime for saying, you know, sometimes it takes a person to, 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 to bring up an issue for people to start actually trying to solve the issue. Like our, our crime and stuff, and some of the issues that we deal with in Jackson, I oh, think yeah, I, I, I think I, I think can can have we can't make a difference in changing it. I'm not saying it's gonna happen overnight, but we can start putting towards efforts and changing some of the things that we have in Jackson, some of the issues that we have. But go ahead. Only reason, I, well, I feel like it's some things are we can talk about it, yeah, but some things are. It goes so much deeper yeah, than our control. Not saying it's out of our control, but it's 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 deep. It's real deep because, like, I feel like any impoverished area, not just Jackson, but anywhere, crime stems from lack thereof and systemic racism that has trickled all the way up to where we at now. I agree with you. Yeah, so like, I agree it's, with you. No, it's it's just bigger than I agree with you. But but what? I raised that point years ago. And this is what the, this is the rebuttal I received. People used to tell me all the time, man, it's a lot of money in Jackson. It just ain't it, it's a lot of people with money in Jackson. It's a lot it's a lot of places in Jackson that's not poverty or poor. I'm from Detroit. It's like a mini Detroit in the in the sense of the problems that they have is some of the same problems that was experienced in Detroit. But what all I'm saying is you have to Start somewhere solving the problem and people calling out the problems, even if they do it in the wrong way. I agree, Dion did it in the wrong way, but if he still called it out for people to say, Hey, you know, that is a problem, you know, we probably should start trying to do, some, do something about that. Like, uh, his, uh, his uh, office being broken into doing the game, yeah, it's crazy, like stuff like that. You know, we can control, we can't control everything, we can't control Mookie shooting Ray Ray. Down down the street, but we can control certain things like stopping cars from getting broken into doing games, you know stuff like that. Whether it was Jackson Jackson State, or Jackson Jacksonians or not, we can do more. We have to do more in order to make Jackson a better place. You know, 
maybe if we if it, maybe if we are able to raise Jackson up like it can be, you know, we can keep these long term things that we got going on. We're not gonna ever keep a prime, but TC Taylor, we can keep a TC a, a Taylor here for long periods and continue generating revenue. You know, Jackson yeah, could be uh, I mean, a mini Atlanta. It could be a mini Dallas. You know, in terms of success and growth, but Jackson's kind of stagnant in his growth because the people with the money don't really reinvest into it. The city council leaders don't really do anything to have effective change, so it's kind of in a time loop. Yeah, so we we probably finna go and close this time, guy, because it's been we've been talking for a good minute. I feel like we covered a lot of things. Uh, did you? Did you? Is I remember you said you wanted to uh, close out with something. What you want to say? Oh, nothing. Just shout out. I shouted out Bamanda Jones and Michael Smith for uh, just offering the whole perspective, not yeah. just one from a point of yeah the other side, but yeah, yeah. one it, from a point. I, of the other and I guess it that helps that they offer their perspective because it is on the national level. Yeah, yeah. People uh, uh, see what yeah. we're saying, but from someone that's yeah. More, I mean, not, not necessarily credible, but recognize, someone is more, more seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that clip is on CNN. It's like a ten minute clip uh, from behind the drums. It's very good. People, y'all should go watch it. It's very good. Yeah, I watched it. But yeah, but yeah, that's another episode of Uncork. We out this thing, y'all. Talk my shit, got these niggas mad at me, tell her I'm built for this. Pop my shit, if a nigga mad, middle finger, I'm killing shit. Best at doing me, I'm the GOAT, they can't fuck with me, this I know. I be dropping bombs, bet I blow, waiting on my fall, bet I don't.